Inside Westminster. Chapter 25. Tally Ho. Why, oh why, moaned Carrie, Steen Playfair's Chinese wife, have you fallen into that trap? I mean, who cares about those furry vermin? Clearly quite a lot of folks, until their urban hencoops are raided by one of these creatures bent on destruction rather than killing selectively for a meal. Steen Playfair's campaign had been going better than expected. He and his family wouldn't become fair game for comedians in the tabloids, all hell-bent on exploiting every gaffe made and bollock dropped by slippery-handed Ptolemy Trudge Jones and his equally shady girlfriend, Mandy Swinton Eagle. But polls had shown that Potty's popularity hadn't been affected by any of the scandals that had recently blown up. He's made of asbestos, groaned Playfair, and nothing is going to penetrate that oily facade. What's more, some of the 160,000 had received two ballot cards and had been threatened with expulsion if they returned two cards. Since most of them are nearing retirement, it would be perfectly possible for at least a few to make a genuine geriatric mistake, Playfair thought, keeping his fingers firmly crossed that the party wouldn't suffer the ignominy of a Brenda moment. Even though Potty had secured two-thirds of Tory MPs' votes, the big guns were going to leave nothing to chance. Roger Rogers had been drafted in to add weight, literally and metaphorically, to the campaign team. He, unlike Potty, hadn't been got in hand and sleekened and quaffed and still like lashings of real ale accompanied by plenty of pies. Team Potty were trying desperately to craft an acceptable image of their man. He liked painting miniature soldiers as he had once aspired to be in his father-in-law's grand regiment, the East Anglian Hussars. He was a dab hand at Eastern cooking, a nod to his ancestors, who had risked everything for a better life on these shores. He loved the outdoors and was a frequent wild swimmer and long-distance cyclist, highlighting his love of communing with nature, and so on. Several of these were pure fantasy, aimed at deflecting punters from a real and harmful event or article penned by Potty over his decades of journalism. Better to do battle on ground you've chosen than be surprised by a curveball, was Potty's philosophy, and this had been adopted by Musk, Ruff and Rogers. And so long shots of Potty and Mandy had been circulated to the press, along with photographs of his collection of miniatures, all proving that our future PM was a jolly decent, ordinary sort of chap who could be totally trusted with anything and everything. The food you fed your children would be safe and not filled with sugary, fat-laden crap. If you wanted to be brained on your morning cycle to work, well, it was totally up to you. Never mind that the past 10 years of austerity had led to scores of deaths on our potholed roads and frantically busy parents had no time to decipher the labels of every item of food. No, it was all down to personal choice. Under Potty's leadership... UK was to become a bastion of liberty and adventure, which just goes to show that turning the clock back to some distant time of Nirvana had really become Potty's policy. Hadn't some eminent psychoanalyst claimed that stressed humans revert to the safety of what they knew and cherished most, their childhood? Mm -hmm.